Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome back from the melee in the, <laughs> the frozen tundra. <laughs> we live from Beirut, son. Live from Beirut. Hands is flying. Hands is flying. Kids is crying. I don't know, man. Hey, this is the state of basketball, and we're going to start the show off with a brawl. With involving <laughs> coaches with the Michigan and a Wisconsin game. Oh my God, Juwan, are you that mad? You we was getting our ass whipped that you got to start throwing blows and pie facing other coaches and shit. I want to know hey, what man. happened. I don't know what happened. The refs, from what I've seen, uh, the refs were a little, uh, we'll say, inconsistent um, with the play with the calls and. Uh, Obviously, Juwan has something to say to Wisconsin coach, and it got a little heated. He he did the, you know, boys feel a certain kind of way when they start putting the finger in your face. Uh, so that happened, and then the open hand smush to one of the assistant coaches, and then from then on, we were live from Beirut. Hey, um, Juwan is from Detroit, right? Or is he from Chicago? No, nah, yeah, he's from Chicago. So. Okay. All right. So either war. So either or, right? <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, and hold on, but this isn't the first time we've had some type of uh something like this with him and another coach since he's been in Michigan. Yeah, well, I mean, there's a fine line between passion and just losing your godforsaken mind. Um you can get your point across, obviously, because really who's going to lose in this situation? Because Juwan's probably going to be gone for a while. Or a lot of people, including myself, uh, unless they win the Big Ten championship and or the Big Ten or uh, national title, this is a failed year after the, the year they had last year. Well, I mean, I'm going to defend him a little bit, just a little bit, because, you know um, – 17, 18 year old young men, everybody don't adjust, you know, from high school to um, freshman year in college right away. You see a lot of, you've played college ball, you see a lot of freshmen struggle and don't really come around that get a lot of hype. You know, everybody don't, don't pan out like the freshmen at Dukes and North Carolinas and other places. You know what I mean? We've had freshmen that stand out real good speaking on Dickinson and Franz Wagner, you know what I mean? But you got to look at it when you, when you graduate 85% of your offense, you know what I mean? That's a lot. Like I really kind of don't really put it so much on the, the freshman. I'm putting it on the kids like John's, you know what I'm saying? Like you're a senior, bro. You know what I mean? What 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 have you been doing the last four and a half years that you've been there? What um, have the you other, learned? Yeah, what have you learned? Like the other little curly-haired dude that just running there <laughs> every once in a while and get a duck and a rebound, and then you don't see him again for Ta Townsend? Is that his name? Yeah. Townsend? Yeah. You know what I mean? Whatever, bro. You stick with the other guys at the end and do the little funny celebration dances and shit. Eli Brooks, is, he's playing like he can't play better. You know what I mean? Like, he can't give you any more. Like, right. Hunter 
can't give you any more. Somebody well, he could have today. He re- I feel well, like yeah. he could. I feel like he definitely could have today. Oh, yeah. They straight took him out the game. They was like, nah, you guys is going to shoot. We're going to make <laughs> you shoot two for 15 from the three-point line in the third, in the fourth, uh, second half. Oh! <sighs> All right, hey. Juwan. Calm down, Juwan. Dude's a pro, though. Davis <laughs> from Wisconsin. Hey. Hey, yeah, he's a pro though. <laughs> 17 points in the second half. This dude <laughs> leads the team in points, rebounds, and assists. Hey, dog. That dude's I a hope pro. He's coming out because he's got pro moves. Yeah, he got need, pro moves. I need the Pacers <laughs> to continue to tank and for them to pick this guy. Yeah, he's got 100 percent pro moves. I've watched like 18 minutes of basketball from that guy. And I am a fan. <laughs> yeah, me too. Same deal. Like, I can't wait to see him in the tournament. Yeah, hey, that's how a tournament-style player. How about he's got a twin brother? Not as good, oh. but he has a twin brother on the team. Well, is the Or maybe not ever... a twin brother. Maybe not a or... twin. Maybe just another brother, but I'm pretty sure okay. it's a twin. But are the twins ever really equal in value? No. There's always <laughs> one that is better than the other. I mean, granted, it's not a Danny DeVito, Arnold Schwarzenegger type of discrepancy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, you are both for you guys are in the league, but you know what I mean? Like Mark Keith and Maurice Marcus, or whatever is. Marcus. Yeah, there's one of them that's a little better. You know right. what I mean? And you know, there's one you of got, them that, that sensory, that, that, that one connection didn't connect all the way. <laughs> and you know, the Lopez is, you know, it's clearly Brooke is the better one. Well, Brooke is, there. Brooke is just the more conservative one. I think Brooke maybe cares a little bit more. Not that the other one doesn't, but if you go off appearance, I don't know how seriously he takes it. <laughs> uh, just because my guy got the sideshow Bob, he's not 100% yeah. invested. I feel like he spends a lot of time in Jamaica. <laughs> well, they're not Jamaica tested in the NBA, so... <laughs> Akuda Matata. <laughs> yeah, no worries, son. No worries. <laughs> but the end result is, this is the state of basketball. I am the one. That is Big Storm. And this is episode the hell. I don't know. What episode is this? This is up Shit. there. Uh, 45. Episode 45. <laughs> <laughs> All-star break. All-star break. So, um... We'll chit-chat a couple things that are off NBA, and then uh, we'll talk a uh, little NBA midseason, you know, stuff, uh, little questions that we have for midseason, um, predictions uh, for the rest of the season, and I guess our pick, since I'm up two games, I'm up two games. We haven't picked in a couple weeks because it was only one game last week. <laughs> and it was on while we were playing, and we both were probably going to go against the Pacers. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So that didn't count, and we don't have any games but the All Star game. And I guess we can put that on there. I don't know. I don't know who I'm, I think I'm going with. Broad. I think I'm going. Yeah. With see, that's but what that's I, I mean. Thing. We it's yeah. Cleveland. They playing in Cleveland, so I don't yeah. know. And KDA plans. That, that right. says a lot. Well, it says a whole lot. So yeah, that's um, I think he picked his team. I think he picked his team to fail because he knew he wasn't playing. <laughs> so, 
So, and then we'll talk about the uh, debauchery uh, that was yesterday's festivities for the All-Star Saturday. So, um, I guess we'll just get right into it. So, we are entering into From the Elbow, brought to you by Rogue Energy Drink Mix. When you order your make sure you use the BW Sports 1 promo code and you get 10% off your next purchase. So, um, I guess we'll start with high school. Um, Matt Green, our correspondent, uh, will be back next week to give us the update on the boys' side of Indiana State Tournament heading up here. And we can, I know it's Selection Sunday. Is it today? They get they draw today, and their tournament starts next week, right? Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's that's what I think. That's what I think. So um, I do know there was a big game last week. Uh, ben Davis went to go play LN. I think that was a big game last week. Don't know what happened. Was waiting on Matt Green, but Matt Green just said, you know, be I'll be back next week for the skinny. So um, yeah, and going and going forward uh, until the championship. So we did was able to to schedule that with Matt Green. Or going forward to however long he don't want to come back. I don't care. There you go. You know I mean, there you we go. like Matt. Matt that is a knowledgeable person of the round ball. Definitely. So um, since we're sticking at, we go into girls. We had the girls semi-state last week. Um, you know me, I'm only really paying attention to one bracket, the four-egg bracket, even <laughs> though I do know the participants in all of the other brackets right now. But uh, we do have a pairings for state this upcoming weekend. So I will be down there for the 4A um, championship game. Obviously, you know, I have a date with the daughter. Uh, We're going down there to watch some of our good friends over at Noblesville High School who took out some more good friends of ours up at Crown Point last night with a 20-plus point victory. Um, I think they were up 20 at halftime, man. I was trying to peek in on it on Twitter and watching bare knuckle fighting because one of our um, our B Lit Organics are one of our sponsors. She, Britton Hart, was fighting last night. Uh, didn't go too well. Face got tattooed pretty good. Uh, <laughs> I mean, she's nice. She's a nice looking girl, but you know, what I mean, it was she's about you know three, four kegs beat up <laughs> last night. But that was a good fight. She did go all three rounds, so or five rounds. It went all five championship rounds, but it just didn't <coughs> throw her way. But was watching that, and I was watching the All-Star game. Lord have mercy, Jesus. But Noblesville is in. They are playing Franklin Community College um, in the 4A. In the 3A, we got Silver Creek, who is playing against South Bend, Washington. <laughs> actually interviewed uh, the coach of theirs over the summer um, last year. I talked to him a little bit. We was doing evaluation of some of the IGB camps uh, last year. Talked to that coach. Um, He has three girls that are all committed to Maryland off this South Bend, Washington, and a girl named Spider who is going to uh, Purdue next year, Rashonda Jones, that played with Mac and Ashland and all those guys over the summer last year with Jim Rats. So uh, they're in the 3A state title. Um, bro, the rest of them, I have no idea. 2A, Franklin versus Forest Park, and 
the Class A Lafayette Central Catholic versus have no clue how to pronounce this name. So that probably tell you they probably got like four hundred people in their in their school. Yeah, that's one of the ones where they're shutting the city down to go watch them play. <laughs> yeah. So congratulations to all the young ladies who have reached this uh opportunity that a lot of young people don't get to get to being a chance to compete for a state title um so congrats i'm going down there dude this atmosphere is going to be live to see this many chicks all in the same area hooping and all about girl hoop is great man good deal yeah definitely for the seniors um the ones that may not be able to move on uh at least in play uh, collegiate uh, sports, so this is definitely their time to uh, shine and enjoy uh, this last little bit of their high school career. Yeah, awesome. So, uh, there we go. We got enough of that. Um, don't have anything for college other than uh, what we just talked about with Juwan. You know, they had actually played themselves in the last four group that last four group with the win over uh the blowout win over purdue and the big win over iowa um i thought they got themselves in that four in but uh these next four games and the big 10 tournament are going to be key to if they make it or not uh the michigan women had a sly uh back-to-back losses but they have rebounded and stayed into the top 10 so Coming up in the women's Big Ten tournament, I think they'll rebound and fare pretty well. Anything for college, sir? No, just uh, like you said, the malice at the uh, the snow doom. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I do feel like, um, ah, Juwan, we got to be better than that. We just got to be like, I like the intensity. I like the fact that he cares, but there's that fine line that you don't want to, you know, you don't want the kids to take on that necessarily that persona of uh, being the one to lose their cool and to be able to strike uh, an opponent. So um, still my oh, yeah, guy. He's going to have to come out of pocket. He's going to have to come out yeah. of pocket. Yeah, he's going to. And the worst part is he's going to miss some games and the kids are going to be the ones I feel like that will uh, hurt the most without being able to have his tutelage or his leadership. I mean, you still got an NBA roster on his staff. <laughs> but it ain't the head dog. It ain't the top dog. You know what I mean? Ain't the old ball guy. Ain't the old white guy. Ain't he been in the Final Four a couple times? Since they don't <laughs> as a coach. I think they'll be all right. Massimino? No, not Massimino. <laughs> What's his name? Wasn't he like the old St. John's coach or some shit? The little ball guy that's with Juwan right now? Uh, I can't remember. Cause I thought he would he Jameer Nelson's coach at St. John's. I think so. I had to look that up, but I don't know. I could be wrong. That was Jameer Nelson played with my other guy out of Cleveland, right? The banged up LeBron mama. Uh, <laughs> yes. <Ray>. Yes. <laughs> Delonte West, who's yeah. um, I hope he finds the help and healing energy that he needs right now. But my guy yeah. is struggling. That is mental health is real right, right. there, bro. <laughs> So we talked uh, about Kardashian. Maybe we need to say it's the LeBron mama curse. <laughs> well, it's only affected one person. <laughs> well, that we know of. That we did. Yeah, I mean, it's really, uh, <laughs> I mean, there's a there's a consistent track record with the Kardashians. Like everybody goes down. <laughs> like if you were lucky to get out, James Harden, you know what I mean? You didn't you didn't play around long. It was like, oh no. 
But he still doesn't have a ring. He still doesn't have a ring. Oh, yeah, he don't. And he ain't going to. I mean, as much as I like it, he ain't going to. He's going to be one of those guys that graduate. I mean, they retire with no ring. I don't know. I don't know. He's definitely trying. It's not for a lack of effort of going team to team. Yeah, he got a shot. You know what I mean? Like T-Mac called him out, though. But that's a whole other story. I I know you saw it, too. I know you did. But um, that's it for college. So we move on. So we'll get to a little more information on college as we go on in the next couple of weeks because both the girls and the boys are going to be entering into their conference tournaments uh, vying for these positions into the big dance. So we're going to see a lot of great bubble watch games, um, a lot of conference good games. You know, games is going to start coming on at, you know, 12, 2 o'clock in the afternoon because of these, you know, these weird, weird-ass conferences you didn't even know was a conference. And I will be watching all of that shit, bro. <laughs> <laughs> and once again, we are going to have our brackets for the state of basketball, uh, NCAA brackets for both uh, men and women. It's a free bracket. You don't have to pay nothing to get in. You know what I'm saying? It's just, you know, having some fun to see who can pick better games. You know, uh, I think, you know, if we have a couple extra T-shirts or something like that, we'll throw those out. You know, to whoever wins, whoever's a top pick or something like that, you get to come on the show and hang out for a little bit. But um, nothing real major, just having some fun to see if we can pick, you know, uh, winners on the brackets. So we have that. Uh, and so that takes us to WNBA. Um, they have entered free agency. Uh, I think the, the free agency of the WNBA, I think they um, – the big news for that is I know Liz Cambage finally inked the deal with the Sparks. Uh, so she's playing with the Uncle Wahande sisters, you know, the one that's on the dark one that's on ESPN and her sister, they she's linking up with them. And I think um Sue Bird resigned for what it's looked like gonna be her final year with the storm. And Ali Quigley and Courtney Vandersloot. Uh, the married back couple for the Chicago champion sky, they have signed to return next year. So those right now are the big names that I've seen so far. Um, I think the top one, uh, the late, the last name, Paul out of Connecticut. I think she hasn't signed or resigned yet, but for the most part, that's pretty much it for WNBA free agency. Good deal. So all good signs. Definitely like Sue Bird coming back. She's definitely a staple of the women's game. Uh, love her game. Uh, playmaker. Um, and uh, the couple stays together in uh, their uh, respective team. So that's awesome as well. So definitely excited for that season to get started up. Uh, I do know uh, Tamika Ketchin stepped down, right? Yeah, and I was getting ready to tell you that too. <laughs> Step down and who was it? Lou is it done or who was the took her place? I haven't even got that done. far because I'm so dis- I'm like I don't know which one of these teams is is screwing up worse the Fever or the the Pacers. You can even throw the Colts in this debacle right now. The only team that's winning here is the Indians. And they ain't even playing. They ain't playing. Yeah, they need to get that uh 
they need to get their lockout together in baseball because uh were they like a week or two uh spring they've training already, supposed to start yeah they've already pushed that back to the 15th of march <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's all right, because with this climate change, it ain't spring anymore. It's this winter uh it's, training. Yeah. <laughs> it's everything just shifted a month. You know what I mean? We still get it, it's just later. It's been pretty mild here in the Midwest, I'll tell you that. I remember a lot of snow days versus just a handful, if that we had thus far. Listen, I'm not complaining either or. If we had the snow, eh, it's pretty. It's Indiana. I'm used to it. Why should I be surprised? Like some of these people, my mother, sit here and act like, you know what I mean? Like it has not done this snow for like the last however many years, your whole life, you've been right. here in Indiana. <laughs> At some That's point, changed. It's, it's not a surprise. <laughs> not a surprise. That's what's going to happen this winter in 2022. Same thing that happened. <laughs> it's so, either going to be a little more or a little less. A little more, a little less. So, um, all right, all right. So, uh, quick commercial break, and then we're into the NBA, bro. I don't see anything else on here not NBA related. So, boom, there you have it. I'm talking so I can switch screens and get to the right commercial. Right, all right, all right. Welcome back, State of Basketball All Star Break, episode forty-five. Man, big storm. You man, the one. Let's talk about it. All Star Weekend, um, <coughs> Friday night, celebrity game. I had it on in the background. <laughs> I don't know what I was doing. Um, I don't. I don't know what I was doing, bro, because I didn't cook. Didn't cook, no, didn't cook nothing, and don't remember watching anything. Maybe I was working on the show. I might have been working on the show, might have been doing that, but all I know is uh what's the name? Miles Garrett. Is that who it was? Dunk got push. Oh yeah. Yeah, got a dunk and push, got gall in machine gun felly face. That's all <laughs> I know. Like that's it. That's all right. I, got. Uh, I, I do like it. Don't get me wrong. Like, I like the fact that it's celebrities, especially if you get the right celebrities and they know how to play ball uh, at some level. Uh, so I, I do like it. I myself miss it as well, unfortunately. Uh, and actually, I didn't even see any highlights of it or anything. Um, exactly. So that kind of tells you one thing. But I do enjoy the event. Um but I definitely was on last night. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, but we'll get to there here in a second. We got to <laughs> get an airbite a day. Um, didn't really care about the celebrity game. Blah, 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 blah. 
I wish Candace Parker, I mean, I wish she would have had a better all-star selection of celebrities. It looked like a gang of rejects. But I understand <laughs> it's still, co- I don't want to say their reject money is better than mine. But I understand it's still COVID. A lot of people probably don't want to get out like that just quite yet. So um, I don't blame him. I ain't got nothing against it. It's your choice. You know, I just felt that there is a better pool of NBA following celebrities that we could have did a little better than that. You know what I mean? Just say it. But um, and then we also had the Rising Stars Challenge. Uh, rookie K, first round Drake K, Cunningham got the MVP of the new format for that. Um, yeah, <laughs> don't really have a whole lot to say yeah. about it. Well, the rising stars, there are some stars, uh, that are coming up, and the league needs it, right? Obviously, LeBron and and uh, KD and and B can't be here forever. Uh, so definitely um, like the fact that the, we have some talent coming into the league and uh, just can't wait to see them uh, reach their potential. Yeah, I do. I don't I don't know if I like the new format. I like it when you had uh, the uh, Americans against the world. The Americans against the world, yeah, because you had a large pool of these players and I think he got a little more competitive nature against it. You know what I mean? Like these guys is, you know, hey, we're American. This is still our sport, you know, type mentality going against, hey, it's time for y'all to start respecting us, this new young generation type mentality. I'm good with that. But um, this, I don't know. I think it'll change. Uh, what is this? <laughs> we. <laughs> We're not going back to the past. <laughs> Why are you bringing up old shit? <laughs> hey, just don't hate on our passion for winning. And uh, from time to time, you let's just say you you never know where the line is until you cross it. <laughs> and he oh. definitely crossed it. <laughs> oh, he definitely crossed it. He definitely crossed it. All right, so let's let's get on into last night, man. Um, I like the new I like the format of the skills challenge. Yes, that definitely. was pretty cool. Yes. You know what I mean? I liked it. Oh my god, it was some funny looking shit though. <laughs> and the rookies were so lazy and right. ended up winning. Oh, they, they, they was trying to be cool. They was too cool. They like and yeah, cool let, me, let me jaw. I know like coolness won out, but it didn't the it didn't look uh as good as it could have. No, it could. I mean, they should have beat these old dudes. <laughs> and y'all is clearly, you was clearly trying to make your give your brothers good shout out, but all you did was make your brothers look really bad. <laughs> right. Like you know it's bad when Giannis was the best shooter. Like I guess the youngest hit a five pointer too, but I feel like Giannis was the best shooter when it came to that part. Uh, the passing part, uh, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, it's just, yeah, it was a great thought. Like, I yeah. they really, if the NBA gets to a point, like, I'd have been nice to see the holidays against uh, the Antipatukos 
And if there was another, like if John Barry and then was still in the league, uh, another family of three that actually made the league, that would be. Hey, like, you can you can do the Curries in the River since he's a brother-in-law. Maybe, maybe, but I like the I do like it the brothers. I do like yeah. that aspect of it. So I mean, how great are your parents? Right. You know what I mean. The, the gene pool that you come from is immaculate. Son. Yeah, we need to start harnessing <laughs> this power. You know what I mean? Smoke skeletons and shit. <laughs> need to start freezing some stuff. <laughs> hey, we need to get these guys, you know what I mean? Like, it's not just one. It's a pairing. We got to get both of them. Yeah. Um. So, I mean, I agree with Reggie, man. I think at this point in the evolution of All-Star Saturday, with the debacle of what was once the premier gym of All-Star Saturday. Um, I think the three-point contest needs to be last now, bro. Um, I can go either way, to be honest. Uh, yes, I feel like the uh, dunk contest was a little anti-climatic, where, um, but... I also feel like it could be restructured better. Like, unfortunately, we've always said the best dunkers superstar-wise just don't compete in it anymore to where back in the 80s and 90s, it was something that they wanted to uh, compete in to uh, submit their legacy. And now, unfortunately, uh, a person can be great and that and also be a dunker and that not be necessarily a part of their resume. So I feel like it just needs to it needs to get the best players in there. It needs to go back to actually people making dunks. Like I feel like people are going so outside the box on some of their dunks that there's cause and that some of that's on us as fans. Like why can't we be okay with someone else doing a free throw dunk, jumping from the free throw line? Why can't we see someone you know what I'm saying, put it all the way, you know what I'm saying, and bring it back and actually hit it. Like, why are we the ones that are like, oh, I've seen that before, been there. Like, uh, no, that's still an exciting dunk. A great dunk is a great dunk. You know what I mean? If you can go turn your back 180 degrees and put that ball all the way down by your ankles and bring that thing all the way back, that is a great dunk. On the, first seeing, dunk, on the first on the first on the first dunk on the first try, yeah, I can maybe give you the second, maybe, but third, fourth, fifth, six, seven, eight, nine, no, nah, man, that's too many. You can see Shaq in it last night, like, oh my god, you know, and it reminded me of the Nate Robinson shit, like yeah. over and over. Yeah. Are we just going to sit here and keep doing it? I mean, at this point, I don't, I don't care if you know, what I mean, the big names. Get in it. Just put people in it that are going to want to compete and dunk. Let's get rid of trying to structure, get back to how it was in the late 80s and the 90s when it was, you know what I mean, 12 people in the dunk contest. You know what I mean? It's even longer now with four than it was with 12. You know what I mean? You get that 12 and you get things going. You got that first round. You got three dunks. Huh. Huh. Here it is. You miss. That's that's a score. 
<laughs> yeah. Keep it moving. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And then you go to the next round, and okay, you got these guys. And if you make it more of a competition instead of this bullshit that they putting out there, maybe you'll get some of those top guys back in there. You know what I mean? Maybe would it be because now it's like whatever. Nobody, no one cares about that, the dunk contest. And it's more like Cole Anthony. Really, bro? Did we just sit here and wait for you to tie up some Timberlands for 10 minutes and you didn't even do a uh, you didn't even get a dunk to go down. Woosa. But yeah, I feel like also uh needs to be involved is uh maybe they start going outside the box. Like, does it have to be NBA players? I mean, there's a lot of great dunkers that are not in the league. Just check your YouTube, check your check your so maybe they need to start uh implementing that a little bit. Yeah, I can see that because you got the little thing that Shaq did, the little dunk thing on TNT. You could take the winner of that against the winner of, you know, the the um, the or NBA just, dudes, or just play to be that last person invited in. Right, or exactly, or something like that. That'll be that's a great idea. Maybe you should tweet that, bro. <laughs> I don't know, but tweet? it's <laughs> uh, tweets. What is tweet? <laughs> But they got to do something different because this is this is ridiculous. You know what I mean? You did all of that, put on your daddy jersey, and you made it look bad. If it keeps going bad, I have a bad feeling it's going to come to a situation where they just play clips of the year thus far, and the winner off the clip is the dunk champion. Because that's I mean, the worst-case scenario, right? Worst-case. You know what I mean? Flag football for – uh, the NFL Pro Bowl. I mean, <laughs> what? I don't know. But I will, I will real say, stern. That's a tackle. <laughs> now, I'll, I'll look at Anthony Edwards, you know what I mean, for Minnesota. Like, he would have been a great to see. Right. But I, that's but what I'm trust, saying. The, the great players don't want to do it. But I trust what he said. He said, hey, man, he said that dunk contest, he's like, I've never been a dunk contest guy. He said, that stuff is creative and all that stuff, and that's cool. He said, that's not me. He said, I'm a dunk-on dude. You know what I mean? I want to dunk-on people. I don't want to do 360s. I want to dunk-on people. Like, I feel that, though. I feel like we have a dunk-on contest. Who's going to be like the it. one that's like, hey, I volunteer to get nuts all in my mouth? I'll, hey, there's, that's me. No there's a lot of people. There's a lot of people. How about this? How about <laughs> Uh, figure out a way to have your your best dunkers and your high volume block guys and have them go out like a Rudy Gobert, yeah, you or a Miles Turner, or uh, I'm glad you Diddy. said it. I went Rudy or, first, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, well, Rudy first, yes. I I wanted to go Miles first as he's leading the league in rebounds and they played in two and a half months. I mean, leading the leagues in blocks, he's too late played in two months. But those are just if if star or star if silver if you're listening those are some ideas for you I don't think anyone's put that out yet but I'm good I would love I'm to good. see the top block the top five in blocks top five uh, dunkers go ahead figure out a way for them to go head to head I mean that's what we like you know what I mean and hey man somebody needs to smack Dominique next time you get somebody a ten on the dunk that was a four and a half. You need to take your dunk card, senior card membership. Like, nah, take his, him out the reel of dunkers. Like his dunk AARP card? <laughs> yeah, I need that back. 
And you see, Doc, Doc, I mean, they might check, man. Doc might be hanging around with Troy Aitman. He had that glazed look on his face last night. (laughs) Either the dunks were that bad or Doc wasn't there, bro. (laughs) Hey, he used to be, uh, wasn't he a spokesman for Hennessy or something? I want to say he was a spokesman for Hennessy or Crown or something (laughs) a few years back. I see him as a Remy guy. Yeah, he might be a Remy guy. I see see him as a Remy guy. You see, man, he just... I was like, damn, Doc. <laughs> um, so, uh, oh, thank you. Appreciate it. I have beer coming just out of the anywheres. <laughs> it's a great time to have it. <laughs> uh, so that takes care of that. Uh, we'll get to the All-Star game later. We talked about it a couple times. We'll just give you picks later on. So next up is the Hall of Fame class. Um yes. Let's see here for referee. There's a referee going in, Hugh Evans. Um, he's the black guy, isn't he? He was. He was the one that was on the video game. Uh, what was it? Bulls versus Lakers, my Bulls versus Celtics, or ah, oh, I can't remember that first one. Who what was it? Lakers face. was it? Lakers versus Bulls. I oh, I I miss Mormon. <laughs> I must have said a bad word. She gave me just the cry face. <laughs> it might have been me. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same. <laughs> um, I don't know. I remember him. I remember him. Yeah, well, I, mean, I, I remember from the video game though. Like, cause I was like, wow, he made it to the video game. So uh definitely remember him in the league. Uh he definitely put in work. I, I believe he was well respected. Uh never really heard anything to the contrary, but uh Excited that he made it in. It's so when is Joey Crawford going in? Then you know he's going in. <laughs> uh, what about Dick? Uh, was Dick Vavetta the one? Who was that Dick that was racing uh, the other old guy? Uh, yes. <laughs> they he might already be in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, um, those are the referees I definitely remember outside of my guy that was betting on Tim Donahue. Yes. Go get you. He was. He looked sleazy from the jump. Yeah, he ain't making. <laughs> it's gonna be uh, M&P, players. M and P Rose hanging out. Hey man, listen. If they keep arguing about Barry Bonds and and Sosa and all that shit, man, free Pete, man, put Pete in. Hey, it's too if, late for Pete. If, <laughs> if you're supposed to be, it is. If you, it's too late for Barry too. Yeah, it's if you're too supposed late for to him be. Too. If it's supposed to be on your your career, your playing career, not his coaching career, coaching career, okay, you know what I mean. But again, I don't really see it as a bad thing if you're betting on your team to win. That means you're coaching them to win. It's not like you're saying, "Oh, yeah, all right, I'm gonna take this this under." And all right, I need to pull you out the game right. real quick, so you don't. Nah, bro, I need you in. You in. I need all this. And so, but anyway, uh, players, Manu Ginobili, Michael Cooper, Tim Hardaway, and Marcus Johnson. Uh, so, yeah, definitely Michael Cooper. I feel like it's been long overdue. The guy's defense was stellar. And the fashion forward with those socks. Um, so, definitely got championships. Um I don't have a problem with him. Uh, Hardaway, he definitely moved. Uh, 
the culture, put a spotlight on the killer crossover. That was the beginnings of it because, yeah, boys crossed over, but it wasn't brought to the forefront like uh, Tim did. And then, you know, obviously Iverson after that and then, you know, so on and so forth throughout the league, Kyrie now. But um, I don't have a problem with Hardaway. Uh, who's the other one? Manu. Oh, Janobili. Gideon Belia. He's got like eight nicknames. Um, definitely. I feel like he definitely – his selflessness should get him in because he definitely was a starter and probably would have been in way more all-star games, way more records had he had not been so selfless, which is uh, a part of the game of basketball. It is a team game. And for a person to be able to sacrifice uh, things that they know that they can do or things they know they can accomplish for the betterment of a team, that's a Hall of Famer to me. I agree. And the one key thing here is um, this is the Nath Smith Basketball Hall of Fame. This isn't, I know we've had this conversation before. This is not the NBA Basketball Hall of Fame. This is the Nath Smith Basketball Hall of Fame. So all of your basketball credentials um, are spoken for um, in this. So, you know, he's awesome in the international play, um, you know, being the one team to beat, you know, the United States in the uh, gold medal game uh, with Argentina, with him and Scola, Luis Scola, and uh forgot who else was in the NBA from that team, uh, Argentina. Um, but, um, I mean, I'm good with Manu, dog. You know what I'm saying? Manu was a lefty. You know what I mean? And he was instant buckets when he stepped on the floor. <laughs> he was instant buckets. And he brought the Euro step. To the well, NBA, man. No, I won't say he brought it to. He put a spotlight on it because there was boys doing Euro prior to Genobilia. <laughs> As I mean, yeah, I'll give you that because I can't. I don't remember it. Maybe I feel we like uh, Marcellonis did it. Yeah, I can see that. And I want to say there was another one, but I can't think of his name right now. But I know for a fact that he that was a part of his game as well because he was a two-guard. Yeah, and I don't know why we call it the Eurostep. And he was from Argentina, which was South America. Hmm. Uh, out, of the, out of the United States step. <laughs> because there's a difference between the people that created it versus the people that just put the put the spotlight. So I feel like the Euro put the spotlight on it, even though they didn't necessarily invent it. I'll give you that. Um, I feel like that I'm not getting some power here. So, how you feel about uh, Bob Huggins and George Carl? Um, I'm good with Bob Huggins, and because Bob Huggins was cool at uh, Cincinnati. Yeah, he was. He was a staple there for a long time. I mean, I think he's at uh, West Virginia right now. Okay, now I'm not getting any charge here, and I don't like it. But keep going. Um, I think he's at. Um, <laughs> I think he's at West Virginia now. Yeah. 
And uh, George Carl, uh, definitely, I, I don't have a problem with him. He was at the helm of uh, the Rain Man in the glove. Uh, definitely uh, also had an opportunity to coach. Um, oh, had the opportunity to coach uh, Mello. So, and I know he was also a player in the league. So, like we said, this is a body of work, uh, depending on all levels of basketball. So, uh, I definitely don't have a problem with George Carl. Um, the all time okay, I'm back. high school coach, uh, Lita uh, Andrews. Lita, mm-hmm. Lita out yeah, of Texas. Andrews. Yeah, four time WNBA All Star and two time Olympic gold medalist, Swing Cash. Uh, down with her as well. And uh, the coach of the year, uh, Marina Stanley. So, uh, these are all deserving. I don't necessarily have a problem with any of them. Uh, but the highlights is uh, definitely like uh, Gino Belia and uh, Hardaway are my two. And Cooper. Those are my three faves, though. I'm good class. with the Cooper being a um, Laker guy. I'm good with the Cooper. Um, I like to say Hardaway might have been the godfather of the killer crossover. Um, his different from a lot of the crossovers that you see now of the Iverson with the um, the hesitation type step crossover. His was that that one two. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He's getting you with the one to the leg, uh-huh. and he's coming right. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. He's getting you all mixed up. So, um, I mean, it was obviously pretty to watch with him hitting those corner passes with Mullins in one, and uh, Mitch Richmond in the other. Yep. <laughs> so, what was it? Run TMC. Yeah, so, it was. It was a great um, era in uh, Golden State basketball. Yeah, I remember George Carl um, with the – he was had the, you know, the, the do, man. The, like, man, go ahead and cut it all off. But yeah. I think he played for Milwaukee. Yeah, I think when he played, he played for Milwaukee. Um, but I thought he was a decent coach, not the greatest coach, but I thought he was, you know, um, worthy. I mean, he's got, you know, wins and stuff like that, so I got no issues with him. Um, Bob Huggins, again – Dude, he was he like brought flair back. Him and that Cincinnati team with Kenyon Martin and them. Yeah. Um, and that was like the new Fab Five, but at a different school. You know what I mean? They they got it up. Kinda, it didn't like, that didn't that follow uh the running rebels? Was that in between the running, running rebels? rebels? The running rebels. Right, that's were what I'm first. saying. Was that after it? So it kind of took on that kind of feel as well, even though they didn't have as many NBA ready players, but uh, they still had uh, some NBA players on those Cincinnati teams. Right. It was the Rebels first um, in 90 with Larry Johnson and Greg Ackles and Anthony and Augman. Boy, the boys was nice. <laughs> that was when they was here, too. It was when yeah. they were here. Because they, uh, they practiced didn't let me go to the practice at North Central. Yeah, I was about to say, they practiced at North Central. <laughs> oh, Basil. I saw Mr. Smothery, man, when I was at the North Central game uh, a couple of ticks ago. Oh, Basil. Yeah, you know I mean, you should have had like him. Did you, did you tell him to come on the show, man? I didn't get a chance to talk to him because I was being pulled away because I was with Mackenzie. You know, oh, she's okay. like freaking stupid popular in this basketball world. <laughs> so I'd be like getting pulled and I didn't get to talk. But um, so I'm good there. I'm good with Swing Cash and Lindsey Whalen. Lindsey Wazel was a hooper, man, just nice and quiet. 
Um, always did her work at, at the University of Minnesota. You know, I mean, just balling out, just nice and quiet. Went to the Minnesota, was a part of a lot of those championship teams with um, Maya Moore. So, I mean, uh, Lindsey Whalen was a hooper. Um, I think she's, I think she's, I think she's a coach now at Minnesota, of uh, the girls' team. So, I'm expecting her to turn that program around. So, I'm good with this cat, this class altogether. And you got to get a lady. I mean. Shoot, you coach high school basketball for 40. How are you going to be around teenagers forever? You right. know what I mean? <laughs> I'm barely hanging on with the teenagers I got now. <laughs> you know what I mean? You're around teenagers forever. Like every year, <laughs> it's the same teenagers. <laughs> same situations, just uh, the difference is technology, but basically the same. Mm-hmm. Uh, pardon me. All right, so that takes us into the next thing, which I cannot find. You see the list, the coaches, greatest coaches? I have not. Um, I don't know what I did with it. Is it the it, – so it is NBA coaches. Yeah, yeah. I think the one name – I had it, you know, not a big deal. I didn't really want to talk about it anyway, so we'll keep it moving. <laughs> now, who do you think? We'll just we'll just start with just who you think is the best NBA coach, and Red. why? And why? Because he got all the damn rings, man. He's got all the championship. <laughs> I mean, you just like 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 uh, does that the boy really, in let's college? Talk about that. Let's talk about that. Does that really make you? Because that goes on with that Phil Jackson. You put Phil with an average team. Is they still going to the? And I know it takes talent to coach when you do have a stable of dogs i understand it takes a level to be able to handle those personalities but like vogel like ah like he was with the pacers were not so loaded you get with greatest player you win a ring that's how phil did it every rep so i'm just hey you're, know. you're preaching to the choir bro i just gave up on it <laughs> i switched my mentality and tried to try to justify it and say the NBA or the professional coach, um, and when you coach in the professional range, you're not really a coach anymore. You're a manager of egos and talent. I think that's what you are. You know what I'm saying? Because um, if you take Phil out – go ahead. But you still got to draw a play, successful plays. I feel like that is an element that is still a coach's job is to be able to draw up plays to get players open shots. And that's what I'm saying, man. You know, like, you got all these assistants. You know what I mean? When do you really sit down with that clipboard? Like, Phil Jackson, for instance. Like, we all know who was the creator of the triangle offense. It was Tex Winters. So, were you really drawing up plays in the huddle, or were you just whistling and yeah. saying, give the ball to Scotty? Yeah. Scotty, really you know triangle. Scotty. Yeah, and then he'd limber on down and sat down in his uh, office chair on the bench. Yeah, and, you know, and then I'm look at and I look at the same situation with Steve Kerr. You know what I mean? You oh, got yeah. two of the, you had two and three of the top fifty players of all time on one team. If you didn't this? win, if you didn't win, <laughs> that's the coach's fault. Yes, <laughs> but the real deal was uh, Walton's son. That Walton boy had Golden State winning when <laughs> when Kerr was out with the back injury. 
And then he went to Sacramento, or was it the Lakers? Then Sacramento. He, he, went, he, to Sac- to- he went to the Lakers first, and LeBron and then- politely scooted his sorry <laughs> ass right on down the, the uh, what is that, I 90, right on down <laughs> I 90 to Sacramento. <laughs> but I just let you know how much players truly do play a part and how good a coach supposedly is or is not. Now, Pop, I, I want to get Pop out of love. I feel like if Pop, with these teams without Duncan and without uh, Ginobili and Parker, you know, all of them are gone, but they're still winning. Uh, they're still playing the brand of basketball uh, that he teaches. And I feel like um, that is a, is a sign of a great coach is pop. Yep. And you got to give at some point in time, we got to give us bolster. You know what I mean? Uh, yes. You know I mean? They are, like, they're number one in the East right now. Number one in the East. Again, <laughs> again, and you got no true number one. You know no, I mean? but you just got dogs. You got dogs. You got dogs. And everybody, <laughs> man, we're going to talk about them in a second, but we got dogs. So, um, good. They're, uh, so, those are the coaches. All right. So, what's next? Oh, this is where we're at. This is, oh, that's a good segue because we're into the mid-season standings and stats. So, um, if we look at here in you was talking about um Miami, Miami being at the east, so we got the conference standing. So uh the Eastern Conference, number one, you got the Heat, number two, you got the Bulls. Both of them, both teams have dealt with significant injuries to key players, but yet they still find themselves. Um, at the top, you no know, Miami, yeah, and they got up. a tied record. By the way, the record is yeah. the same. It's the same. You know, what I mean, Miami coming on late in the later part uh, of the first half of the season, and Chicago starting off strong. And for DeRozan to keep holding these guys afloat, you know, what I mean, with some of that core hurt, hey man. And they just picked up Tristan Thompson from the Pacers. Yeah, <laughs> Chicago looks good. Um, next, you got Joel Embiid. And the Sixers, Cavs, Bucks, Celtics, Raptors, who are playing really good basketball, Nets, Hornets, and Hawks. That's the top 10. Um, everybody else is outside the playoff race. Everybody else is in the playoff race and the uh play-in round. So out of the East, who is looking really good to you? Um I so let me start off with I got to wait for. I got to wait for Philly to see how that Harden and B works together. Uh, the same with Brooklyn. I'm going to hold off to see how, <coughs> excuse me, <clears throat> how Ben Simmons fits in and if they're ever going to lift for the love of everything that is holy, lift uh, that New York City mandate. So, uh, Kyrie can, you know, we can see Kyrie play for um, home and away, like this for the continuity of it. But, okay, uh, outside of that, Miami, they're going to be there. I feel like as long as everyone – this is all contingent on health. Uh, As long as everyone stays healthy, I can still see Miami being up there. Chicago, um, I don't know how far they will get. I don't see them going all the way. I can see Miami going all the way just because they've had that experience through the bubble. And uh, I can can see them there more as far as the Eastern Conference uh, Championship. Um, 
Cleveland is going to be take the place of Atlanta last year as far as the youngsters coming in and doing their thing. I was a little disappointed in Atlanta this year. I oh, felt like yeah. <laughs> they were set the table to, to be able to move up. I feel like actually they moved down the step, being number 10. Uh, Toronto, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I feel like Milwaukee will always have a shot uh, as well with Giannis uh, just willing his team boys with no jump shots. It's, yeah, it's just that's just will. That's will right there. He's willing that team. And as long as uh, <sighs> I, uh, what's my guy, the jump shooter that I don't really like. Uh, I don't hate, but I don't really like Carl Anthony Towns. No, Middleton. Who Middleton. We did Middleton. kind of skip over Carl Anthony Towns winning the three-point contest. So we were talking bad about him. Uh, <laughs> nah. Okay. Good All job. Right. Good job. Uh, you can shoot threes from a – yeah, good job. Way to go. Uh, I mean, that's positive, right? I'm giving yeah, it. Yeah, that's it. That's all. I just had to give him something. I yeah. didn't want to either. We did totally overskip that. <laughs> Maybe like it wasn't newsworthy. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Man. I, I'm with you on Miami. I love Miami. Um, because all of them are coming healthy. Like they had, you know, Butler hurt, Adebayo hurt, uh, Kyle Lowry hurt. They got rid of Gordon Dragic, uh, got uh, Doc Gordon Dragic, and that whole um, situation there. Um, now you got everybody back healthy. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Tyler Hero learned a uh, great experience having to carry uh, Duncan Robinson had learned to be a little more versatile with his offensive production. So I liked how Miami is coming into it hungry because all of them are second-tier second type-rated players. You know what I'm saying? None of them are A's. None of them are alphas. They're all just, like you said, all just a group of dogs. So, And with the Kyle Lowry having championship experience being a point guard with the Toronto Raptors, Coming with the rest of those guys who were there but just fell short, I think I like Miami going down the stretch under these last 20 games, staying healthy. Chicago, it all depends on how that chemistry works. I think they had good chemistry before they got hurt, but when Ball and all those guys come back from uh, those ankle injuries that they're dealing with. But DeMar DeRozan, wow, is he not hooping or what? <laughs> regular season. Yeah, I mean, regular season. Yeah, he was doing it in the playoffs. It's just that they just kept coming up against LeBron. You know what I mean? A lot of people had that issue in the East. Like, they were really happy that he went to the West. <laughs> yeah. So, um, the Celtics, I think, is a sleeper team to pay attention to. Um, I, I agree with you with the Cavs and being the new Atlanta. Atlanta was a huge disappointment. Let me ask you a question. Who was the bigger disappointment in the East from last season to this season? The Knicks or the Cavs? I mean, not the Cavs, the Knicks or the Hawks? I feel like they're equal. Like, I feel just as disappointed in them. Maybe New York more because they're losing more. So, I mean, if you want to look at it like that, their record is worse than Atlanta. At least Atlanta's in the top 10. Uh, New York is coming up 12, and they were trying to trade away um, – Randall and that never happened. And so I feel like they're in more disarray. I don't know if it's more the organization, which has a history of failure, or is it on the coaching staff or is it on the players? I feel like there's enough to go around to everybody. 
I mean, I just think it's a huge debacle that's going on in New York. I mean, um, it's difficult for a, a, a Thibodeau-style coach to, uh, to be successful um, in this modern-day game. Um, for a long term. For, like, yeah, I feel for like, like that was always his thing. His coaching style is good for short term. But the long term with the players in the league and how they are now, which is kind of – I don't want to say sissified, but I guess I just said it. Um, more it emotional, more sensitive. Like his style clash <laughs> – his style clashes with that type of modern day athlete, except for the oh, Butlers, because yeah. the Butlers and then will appreciate that all day long. The Jimmy Butlers, but it's not a lot of Jimmy Butlers out here. <laughs> yes, and Jimmy Butler was witty in Chicago. Uh, Jimmy Butler see where it was going. He said, "I got to get on up out of here." And, and, and he, he saw it in Minnesota. Like, yeah, man, I had to go find me some dogs in South Beach. <laughs> Cuban food. <laughs> so um, let's switch over to the West. Um, top team in the West and top team in the uh, league itself. The Suns, Warriors, Grizzly, Jazz, Mavs, Nuggets, Timberwolves, Blazers, Lakers. Why do I got the Blazers on here twice? This is all jacked up, but it don't care after 10. So, uh, right. Uh, I mean, really, I think this is a – I think the West is going to be really interesting race because you're going to have some teams that are going to get healthy, like the lug, like the Nuggets. I think they're going to make a push late. You know what I mean? Uh, Luca, you know what I mean? He's got rid of the dead weight of Porzingis. Um, and you can see him uh, exploding with two 40-15 games in the last four games. So, um the West is going to be a run, but then when the boys from Golden State come back healthy too, man, this ooh, do you see the Lakers falling out of the playoff? I do, and it's unfortunate. I don't know if we were going to get to it or not, but Chris Paul, AD, injury bug strikes again. Unfortunately, it is a part of their legacy is uh, the fact that they cannot stay healthy um it's sad it's unfortunate but i feel like this is not over i feel like if ad comes back he'll mess around and get hurt again i feel like if cp comes back he'll mess around and get hurt again i don't wish it on any man i don't want any man to be hurt if i like him or don't like him but at the end of the day you gotta call it like you see it and they are injury prone every single year every single year yeah. It's just a matter of when it's going to pop up. I feel that Phoenix is much better suited this year with the experience they gained last year to be able to go and play without him. You know what I mean? I felt at last year at times, even though they were capable of doing it, I felt mentally they depended on him more than they should have and allowed themselves <laughs> to believe in why they are there. And I think this year, I think they're ready for that. So I think even if Chris Paul doesn't, if he does go miss significant time, even in the playoffs, I think this team is is, is better equipped for it this year. Um, you know what my sleeper is, though? My sleeper is really Memphis. Like, Ja. Are they really ja, a sleeper? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because they don't have the experience. That's what makes okay. them the sleeper. 
the fact that they haven't been there. Yes, like once again, great in the regular season. We got a lot of regular season heroes, but when they get to the playoffs, it's just a sad. um, So I feel like they are a sleeper. I feel like Jaws got some dog in him. I feel like uh, my guy out of Purdue, what was his name? Johnson or Jaron Jackson? Jackson, yeah. Out of Carmel. Yeah, out of Carmel. I feel like he's got some dog, but he had a nip of the injury bug as well. So I'm hoping he's able to to stay. Uh, I feel like the West will be a way more interesting and entertaining playoffs than the East. I will say that. Like it's gonna be more, I feel like it's gonna be more seven game series with the West um than the East, but we'll, we'll wait and see. Uh I feel like it's a daggone shame. Uh, side note, sorry. My guy out of New Orleans. Uh I feel like he's Brandon done. Ingram. No, or uh oh, you talk about Doughboy. Yeah, he's done. I feel like LePudge. he's He's yeah, done. I think he's done too. I think he's done too, and I think Brandon Ingram knows it, and Brandon Ingram's trying to get out. <laughs> um, I think I think the Lakers' fate is sealed. Um, I think they're stuck with Anthony Davis. They're not when they brought him in. He was supposed to lead them into the future um, for the departure of uh, LeBron. We know LeBron's poised to go to another team. We already know that. He's already said it. You can see the moves that he's made, and plus with him saying. I'm going to play a year with my son, period. So that lets you know that um, the fate of New York, I mean, in L.A. is already sealed. You got a guy who who's like thinner than glass. I don't even know what's thinner than glass, but he gets folded like paper. You know what I mean? So um, the Lakers is going to go through another lull that they had after they got rid of Col- after uh, Kobe retired. You know what I mean? It's just going to be a bad period so they can figure it out. Maybe it's time to get rid of old Michigan Mick Kupchak. You know what I mean? He's not really doing You're spending a lot of money, and you got a quick win, but you're not getting long-term investments. And Lakers are, are built for years, not one. So, right. um, But, yeah, the West is going to be a, a great run. Rob um, Polinka, Michigan guy. Yeah, Rob Polinka. I don't know why I said Mitch Kupchak. <laughs> but, yes, Rob Polinka, your boy and your teammate, Juwan, Hey, right now. Hey, so I got a little more. This is coming from Bleacher Report. Uh, Wolverine's head coach said he didn't appreciate the Badgers calling a late timeout. Not fair to our guys. So I guess that's what sparked a timeout at the end of the game is what sparked the open hand mush. You know what, Juwan? You should just say it. I was mad because we got our ass whipped. I would have give... been mad about the just our guys weren't given a fair shake, you know, something like that. <laughs> I mean, at least say that, even though the referees were consistently horrible on both sides. Yeah, you know, they called, <laughs> yeah, that was the consistency of the referees. They were inconsistent. There were some bad calls all around that game. Like it was horrible for both teams. Yeah, like we need to check their card, they referee sponsorship. <laughs> so, um, let's see. Here we go. Scoring leaders at the midseason. You got Joel Embiid at 29-6, followed by Giannis at 29-4, LeBron at 29-1, DeMar 28-1, and Trey Young uh, followed up. Rebound leaders, Rudy Gobert, uh, Nikolai, Nikola Jokic, Clint Capella, 
DeMontis, I love it, DeMontis. I'm sorry that you're not going to be in Sacramento long. Well, I'm not sorry that you're not going to be in Sacramento long because that place sucks and you're too good of a player to be there. <laughs> Way too good of a player. You don't want to waste there. your career. Waste your no. career. No, we don't. Uh, and then Nikolai Vujicic, uh quietly is having a decent season. Uh, assist leader, Chris Paul at 10-7 in the game. James Harden. At 10 2, DeJounte Murray, Trey Young, Luka Doncic. Uh, blocks, Miles Turner at 2.8, Rudy at 2.3, uh, Robert Williams, Jared Jackson Jr., and Mo Bamba. Um, MVP race Joel, Nick, uh, Joker, Giannis, Steph, Chris, Ja, DeRozan, Kevin, Luka tied at 10th with Devin and Jimmy. Who is your out? Who is your favorite to win the MVP as of right now? And who is your dark horse for MVP? Um, man, I have if uh, there's so many variables, D. Like, there's so many variables. Like, I want to say MB, but what if MB falls because of the Harden situation? <laughs> Uh, my heart, you know, I want to say Steph just because Steph, I, you know, I like him as a player, but he's really not clutch. And I feel like we've said that before. He's not really that clutch guy. He's the guy that, uh, you know, if there's five, six minutes and, you know, yeah, he'll hit those shots. But that, that last second shot, I, I question it. Um, Dark Horse. I guess I could go with DeRozan because I ah. definitely feel like that would be extra dark uh, if that was to take place. Um, I don't feel like I, what I will say is I don't think it will be Giannis because uh, I feel like he's had his shine and I feel like the NBA does this from time to time because really, honestly, Jordan could have been MVP every single year that he played. So there are a bit of politics involved in this. and That's just keeping it real. Um, I mean, speaking of that, LeBron could have been MVP forever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know I mean, like, if you really think about it, right. it's like they get tired of giving it to him. We need to right. give it to somebody like, else. Really? Steve Nash over Kobe? Like, ah, uh, okay. <laughs> mm. Back to back on top of that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but maybe we'll say that for another show. <laughs> Woo! Remember your pressure points. Yeah, Remember gotta your come pressure. back. You gotta come <laughs> back. Yeah, great do some old Jawad shit. <laughs> <laughs> now, um, I do like the Joel Embiid, um, because I I think with him being in shape, that's the other thing he could. I do. You know I mean, I think I think the previous years, I think he wasn't in shape. You know, when you're not in shape, that's when you get hurt and you're a big guy. You know what I mean? You get them injuries where, you know what I mean, a couple 20 pounds kind of help, kind of hurt and not help. You know, with him being lighter, leaner, you know what I mean? He moves better. Like, the way he runs the floor better, he doesn't have that do-do-do-do-do-do. I mean, run anymore. You know what I'm saying? So, he's 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 in shape, which allows him to be healthy. You know what I mean? So, I like him to finish it out. I think James Harden, you know, with him being second in uh, in, in uh, assist, assist per game at ten point two, 
I think that's just going to feed into him developing into a real point guard of what he was at Arizona State. You know what I mean? And giving Joel all that room and space that he needs. Like, Joel, is, did you see the three dribble, the three power dribble, spin, drop, step, dunk before they got blew out by 48 points? <laughs> yes. He definitely has talent. I want to say, and he's come a long way in a short period of time, right? Like he yeah. just started picking up the game in college. Yeah, like really, like really playing the game in college. Yeah, and I agree with your dark horse. That's who I was going to pick as your extreme dark horse uh, would be Demar. That had a opera, a real shot to be in a dark horse. Like Jimmy Butler, I would say would probably be your dark, 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 dark horse. Yeah, you know, they're like, yeah, dark. that's not going to. He's happen. extra crispy. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> um, style. I like DeMar DeRozan on that. Um, right now, do you think you got a pick for uh, defensive player of the year? Um, um, give me a minute. Who's yours? Okay. Tell me yours. Uh, I'm, I just do some out there. I said Draymond. Uh, yeah, I can go with Draymond, but um, I just don't want to go with Rudy again, man. Yeah, please, not the Frenchman. He's <laughs> spreading your jar. He he brought the COVID to America. I said it. He said he was personally <laughs> responsible for uh, <laughs> bringing COVID the microphone, to the Right, the whole country it. was infected. <laughs> uh, rookie of the year. Too soon. Too soon. Too soon. I'm going to stick with Scotty Barnes. Okay. Um, and comeback player of the year is pretty simple. Clay Thompson. Definitely. Definitely. I don't care if anybody 30, else is playing. He dropped that 30 ball on him, and it was nice. <laughs> yeah, and I like it. So, um, let's, here we go. Let's finish this up. Uh, why can I move my mouse? There it is. Um... Uh, Here's the elite performance question of the day. I didn't type it in there, but I'll give it to you. Um, the elite performance question of the week, social media question of the week for the state of basketball. Uh, let's see who is under the more, who is under the most pressure to get their new teams over their proverbial hump? Ben Simmons or James Harden? I think James Harden has more will have more of an impact. But once KD come back, I'm not sure how much is gonna matter what Ben Simmons does because that's how much of a dog KD is. Uh, so I would say Harden. Yeah, I think he's under the most pressure because at the point that they're at in his career. You know what I mean? So I think he is. I think he's the one because he's the piece like. He keeps being added as the piece. Like Ben Simmons is not the piece. He is no. a piece of a larger puzzle. They're expecting James Harden to come in and feel the piece. So I think right. he's under the most pressure. And it takes us to our final Doc Sports pick of the season. Um, I think we don't come back. I think we'll do one for the final four. We got to do one for the final four. So, um, all-star game this weekend. So, we know we got Team Braun or tomorrow. Tonight. 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 
President's Day, three day weekend. Um, so we got first time of this. <laughs> All star game tonight. Team Brian, Team KD. Think they're still playing the Enum rules and they're playing for their charities. Um, who you got tonight? I got Team Brian in Cleveland. I got Team Brian in Cleveland. Cleveland, this is for you. Cleveland. <laughs> <laughs> all right for the eye of the storm so uh in my current employment we have a huge burmese population uh great people uh there today is their um chin holiday which is their independence day and i just want to say happy chin day to all of the burmese population that is out there and uh, celebrate it well and be safe. And Burmese being the, from the country of Burma, which is in Southeast Asia in between Taiwan and Vietnam. Look at you throwing your Burmese knowledge out there, son. I used to work with a couple of Burmeseans, man. <laughs> when I was in, and uh, hey, man, they got some good food, man. That's good. Food. Yes, and we had a we had a meal at our job from Burmese. The the rice was fire. The, the yeah. meat was a little tough, but the but the rice was fire. Yeah, it was this person who was cooking it just didn't know what they was doing. <laughs> person that volunteered ain't always the one that should be. <laughs> <laughs> no, they had these little like uh, Kai used to bring in had these little balls of dough filled with meat. Man, they were just. Spot on. You so gotta, yes, you got to try to implement that in your in your in your uh, in your. Um... Oh my gosh! Come on, the your one's kitchen. Your, yes, your, your, your... yes. I have ventured into Southeast Asia too. I have ventured into uh, Southeast Asian cuisine. So <laughs> good deal, good deal, good deal. So uh, there you have it. Uh, the eye of the storm. Uh, happy Chin Day. Um, and then the one good thing. Um, I don't really have one. I mean, with just just love life, man. I mean, it's from a movie, but everybody love everybody. There's so much hate and so much anger in the world. I mean, everybody love everybody. Take a time to sit back and and count the blessings that you do have. Just stop dwelling on the blessings that you think you should have. Count the blessings that you do have. That is, I don't know why I was in some philosophical mood, man. My stuff was supposed to be funny and just irately terrible but you was in your um <laughs> furious styles mode <laughs> <laughs> yeah i was yelling at that boy to give you the gun the other day <laughs> not really it was the bb gun or something <laughs> the nerf boy <laughs> yeah we've man he's got this new one man that takes like these little bitty water pellets and it's hard to explain but Man, these things, these little things, they steam, but when they hit you, they just, ex just dissolve, but the water just dissolves immediately. So there's like no little plastic things all over the house where they like just shoot out. I think it's going to be on this summer in the backyard. <laughs> Good deal. Good deal. So there you have it. Um, episode 45, All-Star Break. So uh, make sure you guys enjoy your time. That is a sweet and dope-ass shirt. Uh, it's not bad news. They're not going to bring back the show like they've been talking about doing the last three years. 
That's all right. I feel like the I feel like the library of works stands on itself. I continuously watch it, even though uh, they're not making any new episodes, especially with Witherspoon passing. Uh, It's just a nice moment in time. And and I rewatch it on a regular. I need to see the Christmas episode. Yes. Praise Santa. (laughs) 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 On that note from the state of basketball, (laughs) big storm, the one, the boondocks lovers. We are out. See you guys next week. Deuces. Go blue, smush mouth. <laughs> ah.